Hi, everybody. You're listening to the 44th episode of Hipster Baseball Podcast, HBP, where we talk about baseball, drinks, hamstrings, and everything else with the sun. You probably, I probably sound familiar. I'm Dorian. DeCarlo blasted off to join Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson in space for a vacation away from COVID, social unrest, and homo sapiens in general. Who are you calling a homo sapien? I'm calling you a homo sapien. Today, we have a special guest, my friend, Dave. How are you, my friend? What's up, brother? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to do this with you. And we're going to have a what lot happened? of fun. You didn't, have enough, uh, you didn't have enough money to get on the shuttle with your co-host? Exactly. I, I, uh, they, they, said, they said I drink too much and the beers that I would bring on would weigh, too, <laughs> would weigh everybody down. So I can't do that. I'm not, so I'm, I'm going to stay here on Earth. With okay, Dave I'm with you. And all of our uh, listeners. And on today's podcast, we swap mosquitoes in North Carolina, take a long road trip through Flushing, New York, volunteer as Scarlett Johansson's lawyers, and lose diamonds in the outfield. And like I've told Dave, we always start the podcast off with what we're drinking. My friend, what are you drinking today? What are you, uh, what, what's, what's going to fuel you through the next 45 minutes of hilariousness and some baseball? Right now, I'm having a little combination of an energy drink mixed with kombucha, which is good for your gut biome and also gives you a lot of energy. So that's usually what I drink. I'm off the booze nowadays. I have a toddler that's constantly running around and I can't afford to have four day hangovers anymore. So I'm on that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? What are you drinking, my friend? I'm drinking. I always love I love supporting good American jobs. So I'm drinking a beer called honey blonde ale uh, corbin avenue from a local american brewery called 26 acres brewing company in concord north carolina north carolina the tar heel state i'm going to tell everybody a little bit about uh, uh old baseball old minor league baseball team in concord in concord called the concord reavers they were around okay. from 1936 to 1951 dorian why are you telling me about a, a team that hasn't been around for seven years because they had a player, a young 17-year-old boy by the name of Tommy Lasorda, who, of course, is a Hall of Fame manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And right now he's in that big baseball diamond in the sky because he passed away, I don't know, five years ago or something like that. So anyways, he made his debut as a professional for the Concord Weavers at 17 years old back in 1945, uh, back when Captain America was fighting. I don't know who he was fighting. <laughs> so... Then the next, the, the other guy that I want to highlight that played for the Concord Weavers is a guy, a Cuban player by the name of Tony Ordeñana, and his nickname was La Mosca, the Mosquito. He was a shortstop. He only played in one game in Major League Baseball, but he played for the these uh, Concord Weavers. He was five foot nine, Dave. He was one hundred and fifty eight pounds, and he was from Guanabacao, Cuba, which is very fun to say. Uh, now you know why they named him uh, La Mosca, the Mosquito. Because uh, Guanabacao, if I remember geography correctly, is located in the north uh, northwest of the island of Cuba. But when I heard Guanabacao, I heard of a song you know, you're very familiar with. Guajira Guantanamera. Oh, that's a super classic. Guantanamera. Guajira Guantanamera. And you know what a Guantanamera is? Uh, someone from the town of Guantanamo. Exactly. 
You mean where they go torture the uh, the Muslim terrorists? <laughs> well, this song That's is not it. about torture. It's about meeting a little honey <laughs> in Guantanamo back in the days when you can do that kind of stuff and you're not going to get uh, you know, or beaten to death. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great song. If you never heard it, for sure, it's a classic. It plays at all the Latin parties. If you know any uh, grandmas or abuelos and abuelas out there, they're playing this song still to this day. Absolutely. They and like I said, Guanabacao is in the northwest of the island of Cuba. Juan, Guantanamo Bay is in the southeast of the island. And, uh, you know, the U.S. still that's that's a naval base. So uh, anyways, the, the song Guantanamera is by, well, I think it's really old, but the, the version everyone listens to is by Jose Feliciano. So, well, there was another version by um, Celia Cruz as well. Bebo. <laughs> I'm sure he has a, a couple remixes. Hey, hey, hey. Where it says, uh, Mr. Worldwide, Guantanamera. Exactly. Mm. Sorry, I'm gorging on this drink because delicious. it's good. But we love drinking, whether it's on an island resort not called the naval base, the United States naval base of, uh, of where is this? Guantanamera. This, this beer yeah, is already Guantanamo. Yeah, so... Uh, we always like to ask people to send us drinks of what they're drinking. Uh, you you want to take that away, Dave? Yeah, man, for sure. Send us a, a picture of whatever you're drinking and make sure you send us a little uh, proof of that on the Twitter. The Twitter handle is at HBP4040. That's HBP4040 uh, with the hashtag hbp drink so we can see what you're drinking and if it's something from the islands a little rum or whatever even better so since we're talking about cuba yeah or yeah just latin america in general yeah all of that and good it, stuff and it takes it well depending on where you are in the country well not just it. that not just alcohol because you were talking about tommy lasorda and full disclosure to people listening i'm not a big baseball fan but i do know about commercials and he i know him from the slim fast commercial so if you're drinking some slim fast feel free to tag us on that too he was on the first spokespeople for really? slim fast tommy lasorda Dude, that's why i invited that's why i invited you on because he's just a big baseball fan see so <laughs> he lost i lost 50 pounds on slim fast is Those commercials that, are great. If you've never seen them, check them out on YouTube. Now that you brought it up, I remember them now. There were, uh, yeah. Cheers to cheers to Mr. Lasorda playing. He made the, a lot of bread off of those commercials. Yeah, he did. And with all that money he made off, he was able to travel all over the world. And, you know, a lot of times it's summertime. Well, it's still COVID, but in some places, allegedly. But you can, al- <laughs> you can always, you, you know, summer is usually is when you do long road trips weather yeah you do long road trips of course and it reminded me of a, of a baseball series that just finished my beloved atlanta braves went up to new york to city field to flushing queens dave may know a little bit about queens and flushing in new york mm-hmm. well i definitely know about flushing <laughs> i know about flushing too but it's uh i'll, I'll tell you about it in a second <laughs> but the the braves went to go plays in city field the new york mets in a one two three four five game series now, people, normally we know that baseball series are three games, maybe four, but five, that's stretching it. I mean, you get sick in, 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 a, in a road trip, you get sick of somebody's playlist. There's only so many topics you can talk about with somebody, whether it's your, your, your partner, your mom, your, your grandpa, your friend. Even if it's, even if it's Dave, I would get sick of, of, of him after 10 hours, you know, like, 
right? I mean, we're like 10 minutes into the podcast and I'm sick of you. So for <laughs> sure, that's going to happen. Yeah, because I just be talking about baseball all the time and you be talking oh, about. Uh, no, no, but real, real, real talk for, for the dummies out there. Explain to me in the series, how does it work when there's five games? You have to go back and forth to each city or how's, or they no. pick one city and they both no, no, play no. there? So, no, the, all this is, out, this is already on the schedule. And so okay. it was like, all right, we'll, we'll play five games up there. And then the, the Braves will go play, you know, San Diego and Arizona. And then they'll be back home for like three series for like a week or so. So anyway, so this specific one, the reason why it's five games is because they had rainouts earlier in the year. So they had to make up all these games because, gotcha. you know, they're in the baseball season is like 719 games long and wow. it takes three years to finish. So, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things. I, I, I kid, I only kid because I love baseball. I know you're kidding, but not by a lot, right? <laughs> I kid because I love, that's the whole point. Like you mess with people because <laughs> you like them. So anyway, so they play five games, the Braves, won the series they won three of the five games the Mets won the other two a couple of things I want to talk about was the on Monday on the 26th of July they played a doubleheader two games the first game the Braves had this had this awesome young pitcher by the name of Kyle Moeller the dude is like a giant he's like six foot five he's probably like 220 230 Mm -hmm. but he was originally a high school quarterback and when you gotcha. watch, he's a lefty. And when you watch him pitch, he, he still kind of has like, he, he's like throwing a football, not a baseball. Like overhand? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know so, what you I mean, mean. He's awesome. But uh, he, he, he did really well. He pitched for five innings, didn't give up any runs. And he even got his first hit as a professional uh, in the game. So congratulations to Kyle Moeller and the, uh, the Moeller family. The, uh, the, the, the second game of the, of the 26th of July, the Mets won that game, won nothing. What I loved about it was the Braves, the National League MVP of 2020, Freddie Freeman, the first baseman for the Braves, he did his best G-Man Choi uh, impression. Now, Dave, G-Man Choi is the first baseman for the Tampa Bay Rays. He's this awesome uh, player from South Korea, and he has elastic hamstrings. Like, in the playoffs last year in October, homeboy would do the splits while he was catching a ball. And and he's like a little, G-Man Choi is a little rotund. You okay. know, so it's like every, you know, if you're a little big, you're like, the more yeah, 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 yeah. More lovable. And I so hear you. I hear Freddie you Freeman is not rotund. He's it's Freddie Freeman is six, six, no, he's six, four and he's, he's stocky. So he was like, he was almost doing the splits, but only, only G-Man Choi can do the splits. So I really enjoyed when Freddie Freeman almost did the splits in the, uh, the so he was, he was taking yoga on the off season. Yeah, but no, G-Man Choi, I mean, he's amazing. And we actually tweeted at G-Man Choi back in like October and he retweeted us. And we were very happy True. about that. That's so, nice yeah, so he, I, we love G-Man Choi. He has, he's super Big elastic. shout out to Choi. Yeah. And uh, he's from, I, I remember, I forget what city he's from in South Korea, but I, I, I know this, but I'm already drinking too much of this Concord mosquito water. <laughs> so anyways, uh, the next game, the, tw- uh, the, thir- the third game, again, we're like, man, it's like five games is a long time. The third game. The Braves crushed the Braves. The Braves crushed the Mets 12 to 5. The, the Mets starting pitcher Jared Eikhoff. He had a terrible game, terrible game. And it reminded me of uh, Michael Jackson. You remember, Dave, the, the video, uh, I'm bad? Who's bad? Of course, sir. And then he's like, you know, that video with Michael Jackson when it's like black and white. And he's like, he almost has a tear coming down his eye because uh, he's like confronting the bullies in the subways in New York. Do you remember that? No, what uh, bad beat it bad? No, bad. It was yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. I know, remember yeah. bad of because course I remember the, bad. The, the 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 music video of bad starts off in black and white, and he's yeah. like in a hoodie. Who's bad? 
Yeah, and then someone like bumps into him, or so I forgot what it is. I got a fun fact about that. Tell me that video. That's you were you were you were the production assistant. No, I'm gonna give you a better one. That scene, that opening scene when he's in the parking lot and he's confronting another another dude. At that point, he wanted the other guy to be Prince in the video. Oh, are you serious? Yes. That would have been amazing. And Prince said, absolutely not. And he goes, why? And then Michael Jackson was asking, why won't, why won't you do it? He said, because the first lines of your song is, your butt is mine. And you're not going to say that to me, sir. And I never thought about that, but that's how the song goes, <laughs> your butt is mine. About to get to me. That's true. So it's a, very like, 80s, yeah. it's a very 80s insult. You know, so like, it, it, no, it could have mean so many things too <laughs> in the 80s. That's so true. I think Press made the right choice and not being in that video. Well, he could have been like, you know, villain number three then, like in the back. Uh, he doesn't play second fiddle with Michael Jackson. You know, they have a rivalry, bro. No, I know. I'm joking. They have, but the fact that Michael that, Jackson even asked him is pretty cool. That They're still having that rivalry in that big recording studio in the sky now. So Yeah, bro. They're doing it for Jeff Bezos now. <laughs> Exactly. So Jared Eikhoff had his Michael Jackson bad moment because he had a terrible game. He pitched three and a third innings. He gave up 10 runs. He walked five. He was horrible. And it reminded me of the bad video by uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> but uh, then uh, the fourth game. Why is this a five game series? I know people. I love the Braves, but this, this is a long series. The fifth game on the 28th of July, the Mets won two to one. But I love that the Braves pitcher, uh, the left-hander, I'm, I'm very partial to lefties. Max Freed, he has a tremendous pickoff move. I mean, he has an unbelievable pickoff move. He caught um, Jonathan Villar, Villar, they call him Villar? Jonathan Villar, the uh, second baseman for the New York Mets, off the first base. And I saw Max Freed pick off the Tampa Bay Rays stud rookie, Wander uh, Franco, a few weeks ago. He has, that move is like, he's like a snake. It's like, it's like, by the time you see him, you're dead. Um, and then finally, on the 29th of July, finally, after five days, five games, this long road trip is finally over. The Braves won <laughs> six to three. There were big bombs in this uh, game. Uh, Austin Riley, the, the Atlanta Braves third baseman, hit a monster. He had a bunch of home runs in this series. And Pete Alonso, the guy that won the home run derby a few weeks ago in the All-Star game, he had an absolute monster home run in the second deck of City Field. So I'm happy that the Braves won this long road series. Uh, yeah. I, Dave, what do you do when you're on these long road series with like your family or friends when, you, when you're driving all, all over the place? Uh, I do the best thing and I go alone and I fly <laughs> out my family afterwards when I get there and listen to podcasts just like yours on the way yeah. i listen to a lot of podcasts on a lot of road trips i prefer not to travel with people and if i do it's gotta be somewhere where you're comfortable big truck like an rv like old school road rule style from season one and two in a winnebago where we can play some dominoes play some uno and entertain ourselves while we're on the road because i cannot do more than four hours sitting down i remember one time we drove when i was looking for colleges before I met you, by the way, I had to go all the way to Tallahassee to check out FSU. And that was like a six hour drive. And I said, never again, ever again. And that was like my deciding factor not to go over there. But yeah, I hate long road trips. The max I could do is about four. So what you're telling me is that you're a real people person is what you are. Like you're very comfortable around people. <laughs> I love people. Text me though. I, I love people from, from afar. So, you know, 
uh, at least six feet. What are the new COVID rules? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> six feet or two meters for our European uh, listeners. Yes. All right. So anyway, so again, the Braves won this long road trip through Flushing, New York. That's awesome. The last time I liked the Braves was when David Justice was playing. Yeah, that was uh, that was like 25 years ago. Yes, that was was the last time I watched. Those those were good times. That was fun. 25 years ago, we also were doing great things thanks to our show sponsor that allows us to drink these delicious energy and beer and anything else you may be partaking in. KB Toys, everyone. KB Toys, where it's fun to shop. This summer's (laughs) best toys are at KB Toys. From slip and slides, board games, and game consoles. Summertime. Starts at KB Toys, where it's fun to shop. Dave, you know that was really not, well done, sir. Thank you, sir. Because I would hire us, you for KB Toys if they were still around. They, but how do you not know they're around? That's why that they pay us good money to do this. But you know, KB Toys makes us happy, Dave. Somebody is very unhappy. Who is that? The person who we want to volunteer to be lawyers. <laughs> And that would be uh, so. So here, let me tell you something about what's happening in in my life in the pop culture realm, which is huge news right now. As of today, we have an Avenger going against the big corporation Disney. Scarlett Johansson has officially filed a lawsuit against the Disney Corporation for what they had done to my girl Black Widow after she's been in the MCU, which is the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. She's been there since Iron Man 2, from the very beginning. They did her super dirty by giving her a movie after she died, after everybody else got a movie. They finally gave her a movie. And then one that movie was about to drop, here's the issue. It dropped during the pandemic. So they've been holding on to that movie, holding on to that movie. And they didn't know what to re- how to release it, whether they were going to do it in the theaters because the theaters have been closed down or they're going to put it on, on Disney Plus as a premium and that's exactly what they decided. They decided to do both. The only problem is that a lot of these people and Robert Downey Jr. started this trend because uh, if you didn't know, when Iron Man one came out, you know, uh, he had just come out of a lot of trouble from drug abuse and uh, alcohol addiction and getting arrested and all this crazy stuff. And nobody took a chance on him. But John Favreau did. And they put him, you know, after he cleaned up his act, they put him on the first Iron Man where they only paid him five hundred thousand dollars. And by the time, uh, 22 movies later, by the time the Infinity Saga ended, he was making about somewhere around 20 million to 50 million per movie. And they say at the back end, he was probably making $100 million per movie because what they do is they pay you. And, and this is where Scarlett Johansson comes in. Ever since he figured out that deal, the rest of the Avengers and everybody else involved wanted the same deal where they get paid, you know, a couple millions. In, but then they get the back end of the movie when it comes to like theater and ticket sales. So in her contract, it has stipulated that she would get paid a lot less in the beginning if they gave her uh, points in the back end of the theater release. Problem is it never got released to tickets. So now she's owed all these millions of dollars and Disney released it on Disney Plus instead of releasing it just exclusively in the theaters. And now she's out all these millions of dollars and they didn't do that to anybody else but her understandably so it happened during the pandemic and these are uh you know unforeseen times that nobody's ever had to go through and they're trying to figure it out but either way they owned it they should have given her her money even though they did what they did so now 
if this goes through, it can mean major, major things for a lot of movie artists because they not only, this is a situation going on now. Since the pandemic happened, every uh, company has opened a streaming service, whether it's Paramount Plus, Warner Brothers, or it's Disney Plus, or it's Netflix, or it's Amazon. They all play, so they're all trying to push their streaming services. So these four movies would have an exclusivity where they would only air in theaters for 45 days prior to be releasing on DVD. And after DVD, they would get released to VHS. That's where me and you used to get them off the streets on the VHS. And then they finally get released to the to the streaming service. Shout well, out to Blockbuster. <laughs> Shout out Blockbuster. Um, so now all that got skipped and everything's getting released straight to, to the streaming services. And all these people, I'm talking about Zack Snyder, directors, artists, that were supposed to make money from the theaters are not making their money. And now if she wins against Disney, I'm telling you that hundreds of artists are going to go against Warner brothers. They're going to go against Paramount universal. This is going to be a huge deal. So however, this ends up in the court system. If Scarlett Johansson beats Disney, there will be multiple lawsuits across the spectrum of all entertainment. And we'll be here to tell you about it and to laugh. But Dave, they've already gone against HBO when uh, the director Christopher Nolan he didn't he didn't sue HBO, but he was really angry that they released yes. one of his movies. Well, he's one of the people that have been very outspoken about. He's been he's one of the people that's been very outspoken on this. As a matter of fact, he sent out a tweet saying, "I went to sleep as a director of one of the biggest movies in the, and then I woke up. Work, no, he said." I went to sleep working for one of the biggest movie studios in the world, which is Warner Brothers. And I woke up working for the worst streaming service in the world, <laughs> which is HBO Max, you know, because they released it straight to HBO mm-hmm. Max. And that's not what he wanted. So yeah. he's old money. That's what I'm saying. He didn't take part in it, but she's the first one to have the um, testicular fortitude. And of course, she's a woman and she's the black widow and she's going to go up against corporations. So if she does, so is Christopher Nolan. So is everybody else are going to want their money. Trust me. I'm going to sue them too. forget that. Like, why not? <laughs> I'm going to sue them for not having any content. That's good. <laughs> I've been paying for Disney Plus because I have a child and they brainwash them. And if you don't have Disney, you're a bad parent. You're crazy, my friend. I have Disney Plus, but I only have it because I have a one-year free trial with my internet service. Oh, you got hooked <laughs> up, then. Believe me, I got that on my calendar. Uh, <laughs> to call, cancel up, call up and cancel Disney Plus on whatever that day is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I man. never use it. I never use Disney Plus, but again. Oh, you, you don't want to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, dude? Maybe. maybe I, you will. Maybe when, when you have kids, you will. Trust me. You know, what, everybody maybe, out there that has kids knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'll I'll start another podcast for, uh, for that. It's called Baby Baseball and Mickey, too, or Mickey Mouse and yeah. Baby Baseball. And then Disney will sue me for using Mickey Mouse in the podcast. <laughs> So anyway, that's it, man. I wish Scarlett Johansson, one of the original vendors, she she earns a lot of uh, respect in my book. She's been doing things. And look, she could have been really salty about this. The movie released four weeks ago and she could have been all over the press talking about I'm not promoting this movie, blah, blah, blah. But she didn't. She hasn't said a word until today. She did all her press. She went uh, flew all around the globe promoting this movie that she knew she was going to get violating uh, you know. COVID protocols, violating pro- COVID protocols to go on. <laughs> But, you know, it's just like she did a classy move, man. She she did what she her response. She took care of her responsibilities and then she hit him with that lawsuit. She dropped a bomb on me.
Baby. <laughs> I wish you the best, uh, Black Widow. I'm on you, your team. You you keep referring to Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow. I always think of Scarlett Johansson in one of two movies. One, Lucy. She's so smart. Remember that movie from 2014? Yeah, when she turns into a monkey like, or something like she's that? Like, no, man. That's when she like takes some kind of drug and she's yeah, like yeah. the smartest oh, she human like, uh, the, Yeah, yeah, she Earth. becomes... The, uh, the 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 consciousness of the universe. Yeah, I, by the way, people, we are uh, uh we're doing uh what is it a uh, reveal seven years later? But yeah, at the end of the day, Scarlett oh yeah, spoiler Scarlett, alert! Scarlett, spoiler <laughs> alert! She, she at the end at the end of the at the end of the movie Lucy, she turns into like a machine or no, she turns into a what was that old computer thing you used to put in uh, a USB drive? A, a, Scarlett Johansson turns into a USB drive. That's what she does. I mean, but it's a she good movie. Evolves I really like into a digital consciousness of the universe is what she does. Sure. And then I also like the Matrix. One of my favorite movies uh, with Bill Mur with Bill Murray, uh, Lost in Translation. I never saw the- that, but I heard oh, it was good. You, you have to watch it. It's Scarlett Johan- Johansson. Uh, that dude's little brother. Um, that dude. <laughs> One of those, I just like, don't like Boston Bill Murray. Actors. The only time I ever looked like Bill Murray in a movie was Ghostbusters. That was yeah, that was a good movie. So yeah. no, watch Lost in Translation. It's a, I it's will. Not a I'll kid's put it on movie. the list. It's like it's it's awesome, and the soundtrack is amazing. Uh, Sofia Coppola, Sofia Coppola directed that, and she also did uh, Marie Antoinette and a bunch of other ones. I, I like Sofia Coppola as a um, I was to say an actress, but uh, you know, as a is that the director's movie? daughter? That's Francis, yeah, that's Francis Ford. Oh, yeah, I just I was daughter. at the store. I just saw he has his own wine too. So you might want to drink on that Coppola. I, I would not drink whatever Francis Ford Coppola is uh <laughs> catch my drift, people. Oh yeah, he has his own wine. He has his own wine to sell it at Publix. So you know, yeah, there's at the, that at the local supermarket. I'm I'm gonna keep drinking this uh <laughs> this uh honey blonde ale from Six Acres Brewing Company. Uh, I'm just putting you on so you know in case you feel like uh wearing a beret one day and becoming a director. There you go. Yeah, but we always <laughs> we, we, there's always something that stand that makes you stand out as uh, a professional in some segment, and yes. in our next segment. Styling and profiling with Ooh, my favorite. Flair. Can I get a woo? woo! There you go. Thank you. I want to talk about Dave. You the know this. Even though you're not, even though you're the biggest baseball, you're a bigger baseball fan than I am. I know. There's a, there's a lot of jewelry that that guys. It's usually guys that wear jewelry in sports. Mm-hmm. In the in National Football League, it's against the. I was going to say it's against the law. It's against the rules to wear jewelry. I mean, guys don't even wear their wedding ring when they play. Yeah. And well, there's NBA. reason for that. There's con- it's contact yeah, in one sport, and there's no contact in the other. And even in the NBA, they don't wear jewelry. They don't wear rings. They don't wear chains. Uh, yeah. Nothing. But in baseball, if you guys remember, at the beginning of July was the All Star Game and out in Denver, and dur- and during the All Star Game, the the a lot of the players were mic'd up, and so it was cool. You know, like the the announcers were actually talking to the players, and they're up at bat. And for me, it was it was it was nice to have a little insight. But it was real distracting because they, these guys have massive jewelry and they were moving around and they're swinging. It's like, like all this like noise. And Everybody, it sounded like Flavor Flav in a bounce house. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, we you know, we talked about this whole jewelry stuff, especially the San Diego Padres and their swag chain back in episode 36. But just like overall, this just made me think about jewelry and sports again. I mean, how, Dave, how do you feel about that that swag chain that the San Diego Padres have or even just these guys usually 
They're usually Latin players. From where? Where are most of the Latin players from? The Dominican uh, Latino America? From the Dominican Caribbean? Republic. Caribbean? Why? South America? No, no, the Dominican Republic. Like, yeah. How do you, how, what do you think about that? About having, having I think it's terrible. Screen? I think it's tacky. Um, I get it. They, you know, they come from nothing and they want to show off. And, but yo, you're playing professional baseball. We know you're rich. You don't need to show off, especially in sports, man. There's no place for that. And I feel like I'm not a jewelry fan to begin with. It's, 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 uh, there's a time and place for that. You know, if you're going out and you want to really like, I'm more of a, like a nice watch and nice cuffling kind of guy, but either way, that's still jewelry. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to wear, it's like uh, stepbrothers. You're not going to wear a tuxedo to a job interview. And I'm not going to wear jewelry when I'm playing sports ever. Never even crosses my mind to wear jewelry. It just shows that, you know, it's a little weird that they even allow that. You know, oh. they shouldn't even allow it. The fact that they eat seeds, it's weird that, that they're playing patty cake is weird. There's a lot of weird things going on in the sidelines. I don't know, man. What are you, what patty cake? What are you talking about? I've seen them play football. I've seen them play patty cake. There's a whole is, video is on YouTube about weird things cake? that they do. I don't know. They got too much. I don't yeah. know. The point is this. You're too I don't think. on the energy drink. <laughs> no, no. There, should, there shouldn't be. Uh, that, listen, I know what they do it in baseball. I mean, I know what they do it in football. And I know what they do it in basketball because there's a lot of contact. Somebody's finger can get caught in a ring. Somebody's face can get scratched up. I mean, you can really tear a ligament in your finger. Uh, it's, you're really prone to injury and stuff like that. You know, it's metal. It's like uh, it's like ballroom dancing with brass knuckles, bro. It makes no sense. Like they should completely the I think the actual whoever's in charge of that kind of thing should completely eliminate any jewelry from the sport. You know you're gonna give that guy who runs UFC a new a new idea: brass knuckles and and uh, ballroom dancing. <laughs> What's his name? Ballroom Dana, Dana, with brass knuckles. That, uh, it might be Dana, fun. Dana White is that his name? The guy that runs yeah. UFC. Dana White, yeah, yeah, Dana he's president White, yeah. of the UFC. Yeah, but you no, man, you, I don't like it. What do you think? What do you think about jewelry? But let me let me tell you about this. You're UFC. not a, you're not a big jewelry wearer. No, too, not at either. all. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you about UFC. I, I'm gonna admit this right now. For until about like a year, a year, year and a half ago, I thought that Dana White was Joe Rogan. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why? That's is racist. Joe Rogan? Why? Because they're bald white guys. Exactly. How dare you, like, sir? I was like, why? No, no, they do pretty look. If you've never seen or heard of any of them, which is weird that you haven't heard. But if let's say you saw them both uh, randomly and you've never seen them or heard of them, they do look similar. Similar. One has tattoos. One is taller than the other. You know, yeah, I I was like, why does he have a podcast? This guy's a gazillionaire. He doesn't need to have a podcast. But it was it seriously wasn't about like 18 months ago that I realized I was like, oh, Oh. Dana White is not Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan is also a uh, he's the commentator. Yeah. It's uh, ringside yeah. of the UFC, and he has the biggest podcast in the whole wide world. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, they're not the same yeah. person. Now you no, know. And knowing yeah. is half the battle. G.I. Exactly. Joe. <laughs> exactly. So, so. I, you know, with the with these baseball players and jewelry, but the thing is, a lot of times these sports at these athletes are very superstitious. They're like, oh, I had a great game when I wore these green socks from three girlfriends ago that gave it to me. So I got to keep wearing them until I, until I have a bad game and then I'm going to get rid of them because then they're bad luck. And the same thing, like some of them wear the uh, you know, some of them wear like uh, religious things to help them save them from uh, injury or to bring them good luck. So, you know, I, uh, at the same That's time, all fine but- and dandy, bro, but this is not a movie. 
Is this not what was that movie with uh <laughs> with the Tiger Blood guy? Tiger uh, Blood. The, John Charlie Sheen with Charlie oh, Sheen. Sheen. Uh, what, what was what? it? Hardball? Oh uh, no no, it was Drop like three days. No no no, base baseball movies man. Oh Major League that was Major great. League yes, yeah. and then there was a guy oh, there that used to pray Cuban, to the Santos, the Cuban guy. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Oh yeah yeah yeah. He had he gave he he put uh the, what was his name? What was it? He had the candles and the goat and, and everything he, and, he and he had, had the spells. And he, and he had rum to give to yeah. Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe you got to feed Joe the Santos. I think it was Joe. Yomo. Yeah, Jobo or something Jobo, like that. Yeah, yeah. So he could put you got you to feed the Santos. I'm all for religion. I'm all for that. But it is 2021. And you're playing a professional sport where they're paying you millions of dollars. Maybe leave the, the superstition at home, brother. You'll be all right. You'll be all right if you don't do three twirls before you bat. But that's that's how these are, and it reminds me of you, one of my favorite movies, Ace Ventura, uh-huh. where in the movie the the uh, I forget who the guy I don't I remember the actor's name, but I see his face. He tells Courtney Cox's character, he's like, "My players are superstitious. I got a linebacker who's worn the same jock strap since high school because he <laughs> thinks flies are good luck." Yes, but that's how athletes are. So if yeah, like, look, this- and that's how you get athlete foot in your jock and. <laughs> And and what the point is, it's become a mockery. It's it's funny in movies, but like, come on, man, it's twenty twenty one. We know about science. Like, come on, let's move it on. Let's let's evolve past that. It's a, a professional a sport. Uh, a I'm not with are. it. I'm not with the rituals. I'm not. A lot of people aren't don't believe in science. So you know, a lot of people don't believe we went to the moon. A lot of people don't believe Jeff Bezos went to the edge of space. A lot of people don't believe the <sighs> Carlo is at the edge of space with them. So he's already by Saturn, bro. He ain't coming back. <laughs> Already by then, yeah. And all right, so that's my take on it. You know, yeah. that's my take on it about so, jewelry and so, and, uh, and brujeria. I I do want to say that again, these guys here that they're superstitious or they just want to show off all this tremendous jewelry they have. The baseball players I'm talking about, but there's also a not I don't say a dark side, but a, a a financial side because there's been two instances instances, and they both have back happened back in the 2018 season. A player. Uh, Joanna Cespeda, who, mm-hmm. who played for the New York Mets, he actually broke his necklace where he slid, I think it was to second base up yeah. in City Field in Flushing. Yeah. And his diamonds went all over the place. Yeah. And they had Duh. to stop the game. And the umpires were trying to look for his diamonds and giving it to him. I would never. I'll be like, oops. Oh, well, you lost. You should not have been wearing it. That's what my mom would have said. Should not have been wearing that to the pool. You should not worn that church. I remember I had a really nice chain one time and I wore it to school and it never came back. And my mom, you should have never worn that to school. Blah, blah, blah. Wait, did you Keep get beat nice up? Stuff? Did you get stolen? Did you give it up for like a chicken sandwich? No, I put it in my locker and somebody broke into my locker. Okay. So Who it, knows it wasn't it was. like you were like dunking someone on uh, during lunchtime no, no. and like. No, but I've also lost a ton of glasses that cost a lot of money at the beach. You know, things happen. You this lose things. Why- I always take like you know you always get those those plastic cheap sunglasses the bobos that cost five dollars at the gas station. I always get those like I I I, know I always use those to go to the beach. If you lose them, yeah. And then when you get home and all that UV light hits you in the eyes and you look like Ray Charles when you're taking a shower. Oh, but it's good, man. You you can't see for twenty minutes. You'd be like, still worth it. Still (laughs) worth it. (laughs) Yeah, you look good. So that's that's all I'm no man. Uh, For all the people out there that wear jewelry, I'm all for it. There's a time and a place for it. Save it for your special occasions. Don't wear your diamonds to go play baseball. 
But I'm going to give you my, the last one about 2018, Dave, is... Go, tell me. We, 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 you know, I don't want to beat up on the Latin players because the Latin players, let's be honest, they're the best baseball players. But facts. there's another pitcher, uh, uh, Lance McCullers, who back in 2018 was, was pitching for the Houston Astros. And during the playoffs against the New York Yankees, he had a black diamond necklace. Uh-huh. He had black diamond necklace. Yeah, yeah. And support African broke. kid was digging in the in the dirt for for exactly. ten years. Can you imagine looking for black diamonds in the dirt? They're yeah, still lo- they're the still guy that found that. it originally in Africa, <laughs> he had to do that for years and to so, find those diamonds. So uh, yeah, the guy lost out on God. Who knows how much that that necklace was Listen, worth? So, it, and, and 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 as a fashion statement, Lance McCullough is not. It's lying, a fashion full pot. You're not supposed to wear jewelry with jerseys it doesn't look good one thing is casual and one thing is chic they don't go together for everybody out there stop wearing basketball jerseys with your rolex thank wear you, your tom apple ford. watch thank wear you your apple uh, watch. dave tom ford yes don't mix the, the 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 everything has this place man just like if you're going to the beach don't wear a hockey jersey you look ridiculous you know, part of fashion is knowing what to wear and where to wear it and when to wear it. This that is, is my PSA of the day. Thank you, sir. And we always know, wrapping up this jewelry section, we always know the place that, I, that the pets have in our hearts. They're everywhere. They can be anywhere. The pets, we love pets here on HBP. All we do is just pay the rent or pay the mortgage for them because they, they run the show. Everyone knows that. Send us a picture of your pet doing what they do best, which is whatever in the world that they do, flying around, squirming around, sleeping. Our Twitter handle is at HBP4040. And when you send us a picture of your pets, knowing their place, use the hashtag HBPets, H-B-P-E-T-S. All right. Is that going to do it for us, Mr. Dorian? Yes, sir. Take us away. Take us home. Blast us down. Uh, well, first from and space. foremost, uh, everybody listening, I appreciate the tune in. Dorian, you're my brother. I love you forever. Congratulations on your podcast. You're killing it. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate you having me on today and uh, to your co-host. I hope he gets back from outer space at some point. If not, uh, please uh, tell Jeff Bezos to uh, listen to this podcast. He might enjoy it and sponsor us. And maybe we'll get an endorsement from Amazon. But for everybody else, please subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. You show us a lot of love. Um, If you're enjoying the podcast, do that for us and it'll help us grow and uh, reach out to more people. So if you can get that, click that like button and give a review. Click it, baby. Click it. Do that for us. All right. You can also find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Give us that review. Rate us and give us your feedback and let us know how we can improve on the show. And also, if there's any topics you want us to discuss, you can follow us on Twitter at HBP4040. That's H as in hotel, B as in baseball, P as in Pablo, 4040. And our drinks will be on the notes right there. Please join us for the next podcast. And hopefully your co-host will be back right here at the Hipster Baseball Podcast. See you guys next time. Peace.